You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. That's right, I am Robert Thompson. I am a comedian, a musician. Uh, I work at a grocery store during the apocalypse. It is a fun time. Uh, and I'm, I'm stoked on this one because we've got Dustin Douglas Kennedy, a very funny man who uh, is a comedian. He's also worked at Knott's Berry Farm. He's done a lot of the, the different characters and been in the shows at the Knott's Berry Farm, which is a, a fucking classic theme park in California, if you've never heard of it. But uh, you'll find out a lot in this one. It's an informative episode, and it's funny, and it's good, and it's lighthearted. It might might take you away from stuff going on and hopefully entertain you. Uh, but uh, right now, I'm actually joined by my cousin's uh, baby boy, uh, he's going to be four years old. His name is Gavin. Uh, Gavin. Uh, Gavin, what's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Tell the people. Um, small World. Small World? What do you like about It's a Small World? Nemo? Nemo might be in Small World. I think he is. Do you like the creepy dolls that sing to you from all over the world? Do you like the uh, obnoxious song that makes you want to strangle somebody? Yeah. Can, you Can you sing it right now so my audience uh, collectively kills themselves? What's left of humanity? Heck yeah, guys. Well, here's a word from our sponsor, and then we'll get with me and Dustin Douglas, motherfucking Kennedy. What's going on? It's me, Sketchy Eddie, Eddie Buckler, Eduardo Bucklardo. You know, I don't even need to say it. People are tripping fat hogs right now. We got the coronavirus, which up until recently, I thought was straight up bullshit. I was skeptical until I talked to my homie Chalmers a few weeks back. He's like the most legit guy I know. One of his homies had gotten sick while traveling with COVID-19. It's a total bummer, especially for a guy like me who's an entrepreneur, heavily invested in the amusement park world. You know, I champion the very successful intergalactic SoCal Pass. Things were looking up for the amusement park world in 2020. But, you know, you got to learn to pivot and just channel that entrepreneurial energy. You know, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I think about making money. And I think that's how you make the world a better place is by trying to think of ways to make money. Anyways, I've been putting a lot of energy into this new product that I call Sketchy Eddie's Sticky Stuff. It's a hand sanitizer. It's mostly organic. I had a homie who had a weed shop that owed me some money. And, you know, I'm pretty cool about people owing me money. Like, I'm not going to rob a guy. 
And so straight up, I let him pay me back in CBD. So I got a huge supply of CBD and I've been using that to make my own special blend. What's in Sketchy Eddie's Sticky Stuff, you might ask? Well, I'm not gonna give away the exact recipe, but it's mostly CBD and also uh, some biological matter. Uh, it's a concoction that requires a lot of energy to make physically it takes a toll on your body to make it so i can really only pump out about five batches a day you know maybe six i might be able to squeeze a six one off so it's a limited supply and that's why we are selling it for a little bit higher price now this hasn't been approved by the fda i'm not doing clinical trials on this stuff either so there might be certain bugs and kinks within it. Um, there are certain side effects. We have found that this can give you rashes. You know, it's called Sketchy Eddie's Sticky Stuff because it's a very, very sticky type of hand sanitizer, which is what you want. You want a hand sanitizer that gives a protective layer over your palms. You don't want some, like, fluffy aloe vera stuff that's going to basically treat the germs like the royalty there are actually several side effects to this hand sanitizer you know i'm just going to be open about it usually will give you a little bit of a rash but that's what you want because i mean you don't want the germs to survive you want to kill the germs you want to burn the germs you know and with that your hand is going to get burned a little bit too if you want to get the job done after applying this hand sanitizer, I'd strongly discourage you from finger popping anybody for like 24 hours. I found out the hard way with my chick. We actually had to go to the hospital. It was cool though. She was fine. She was hella pissed for a couple weeks. She got prescribed some solid pills though. Other side effects include diarrhea, vomiting, fever, chills, anxiety, hallucinations, snoring, heart palpitations. Your boner might not be able to go up, or it might not be able to go down. You will, you will only want to listen to the band Linkin Park. You will fixate on the clothing you worn by former presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. Can only be Fix saliva. By Sweaty armpits. You will be sick to your Dry stomach balls. for seven days. Stamps. You have no desire to you will lose your you sense of smell. Sense of taste. But have a heightened sense of hearing. Really you will be able to interpret the sounds of dolphins in English. You will be able to predict the endings of movies you haven't seen. You will vote for Joe Biden for president. Due to the somewhat experimental phase this product is in, I'm only selling it for a limited time through Bitcoin. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Sketchy Crypto. This is Sketchy Eddie. Jobless. Stay safe. Buy my, Buy sticky, my stuff. sticky stuff. This is Theme Park Minute with Zach Hellman. The first swinging pirate ship ride was originally christened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, sometime during the 1890s. Called the Ocean Wave, the circus ride was intended to give landlocked Oklahomans a sense of what seafaring really feels like. It was also the first ride designed solely for cows, who account for 91% of the literacy in Oklahoma. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me and Mr. Dustin Douglas Kennedy! It'd be cool, but... Uh, 
Heck yeah, so awesome. what's up, man? Not much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad this worked out. Uh, it's been it's been a minute. Uh, you're one of the first people I thought of because I always remember you working at Knott's. Uh, yeah, I've been there now uh, five years, I think, five or six years. Oh, wow, yeah, five years, six years. And so did you always work? in the uh like were you always an actor yeah actually i was hired in uh for ghost town uh, they call it ghost town ops i was basically hired in to do pan for gold okay Uh, so i i had an audition where they did the can you you sound like a prospector and it was well certainly yeah welcome (laughs) to notch berry farm come on over here let me show you how to pan for gold (laughs) they said something about there being a well under the park and that's true. Yeah. How do you know that? And I was like, hey, my family was poor, so this is where we spent our time was in this part. Yeah. So, uh, affordable, like family-friendly kind of thing. Yeah. Like yes. Yes. That, that's that's one of the, the many things I enjoy about Dots is that it is attainable like you know to go there and actually have a good time it's not one of those good times where you're like this could have been better it's a very fulfilling experience at an amusement park it is yeah and you don't leave broke which is yeah should be their catchphrase i know it's it should they they should definitely advertise that uh and man there's so many questions because of uh like all the years doing this because i I think about you acting i think about um you know, obviously the other theme park in town, uh, real close by. There's a lot of questions I have about that, but let's get to the beginning, Mr. Dustin. Uh, w- when you were a kid, did you grow up in Orange County? I did. I did. I uh, was born actually in Anaheim. Oh, okay. Uh, right down the road in West Anaheim Hospital. So, uh, been part of this uh, whole theme park. The, the theme parks have been part of my life uh, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, my grandpa used to talk about actually going to the berry fields and changing the tires wow. on the flatbed berry trucks for Walter Knott. Yeah. And uh, we would walk to the well to get his water because he only drank the well water from the city of Stanton. Uh-huh. So like from like even back then hearing about the farming history of the area and it just made that whole thing so iconic to me that um, when I did finally get the chance to uh, work there that it, it was special. Yeah, because I mean, growing up as a kid, uh, I had interactions with these theme park actors. Uh-huh. Um, I remember going to Knotts and seeing a clown open a show at the uh, Sea Sea Lion uh, uh-huh. show they used to have there, and thinking this was hilarious. And then uh, coming to find out that that guy's my boss now. <laughs> the Sea Lion. Yeah, the Sea Lion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he, he's great. He's amazing <laughs> at writing. They're really intelligent creatures. Yes, here. they yes, are. Yes, they yes. are. You would be surprised. <laughs> so the clown is your boss yes, now. That's yes. so funny, man. Uh, yeah, like like the whole thing about like just the theme parks and like they're like carnival people, the modern carnival people. Yes, I think. yes. I I do see that, and I mean that's been a part of theme parks for a long time. Like, cause it's they're 
essentially they come from that you know like it's it's yeah yeah. i mean you really see it when you start to look at the kind of performers you see at theme parks um for the most part they're circus people you know you've got acrobats and dancers um you know you might get one or two actors but it's a lot more of the dancing and acrobatics and people that if it wasn't for your local theme park would be in a circus yeah and and uh and much much like the circus, uh, I, there's a lot of people that transfer. I mean, especially within like the chain, like like Disneyland. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of people that are just like kind of, they're they're all very talented. They're artists, but they're like they're like floating. Like, they, they, oh, they there's could, no contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, like you you're contracted for a gig, and when that gig's over, you're back into the pool of all the other actors. Yeah, and you're going back to you know auditioning for Waterworld or whatever uh, the next audition is. Is it? Is it? Uh, so, I I'm a, I've always been curious because I've always heard things about the uh, costume characters. At least as, as Disney is concerned, it's it's almost cutthroat to get into some of those characters. Like they get like oh well, especially I mean when like the way Disney does it, where you only qualify for a handful of characters based on your size, height, and like what your face looks like. So yeah, they they I've seen those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 The, the, they should have a reality show. They, it's like, especially this about bitch those face the... characters over there at Disney. Yeah, like, I would love to see all the Peter Pans just how catty they get. Yeah, I'm gonna go out there for story time. Well, if you do story time, I'm going to the tea party. Like it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, let's see how many Prince Charmings at Disneyland are also serial killers. Right, like, like that's gotta be. <laughs> I always feel bad for like the the princesses, like because that's that's got it. Quella Deville has a great job, I'll yes. tell you that, because she just gets to say whatever she wants. Yeah. But if you're like sitting there and you're Jasmine and you got to go through all the, oh yes, well I, of course, there's got to be some sleazy guys coming up. Oh there. oh yes, I mean you think about uh, 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 the mermaids at the uh, the two thousand leagues under the sea. Back in the day, they were actual live actresses, and dudes in the fifties back. Like, oh, there's a dame in there. Let me grope her. Whatever yeah, they would do, like, and they would just I'll give jump you a in. Fresh twenty, Jimmy. If you <laughs> swim over there and touch a boobs, <laughs> yeah. and they would do that. But you know, they were fellas. Nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. it was it. Well, we were going off to World War Two the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. We were gonna go kill some krauts. Yeah, I love like when you do talk to some older people, and like some there's always something that seems like just it's 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 it was a different time but like uh, you know like how many grams were like i didn't really like him he just forced me into being <laughs> married to him yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. he said i'm gonna be his dame and well that's how me and your grandpa met <laughs> and, yeah uh, that's your, your, your father he was yeah <laughs> he actually uh stabbed a fella in an alleyway and uh <laughs> my ex-boyfriend yeah. well he, i mean he murdered your 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 your, your <laughs> uncle so he became my new boyfriend <laughs> No, so like, uh, so you you knew then as a child when you went and saw uh, Knotts, like when you went to Knotts as a kid, you knew that you'd want to work there someday. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I mean, um, I really remember like uh, back when I was a kid. I don't know if did you get to go to theme parks a lot when you yes, were growing up? Yes, yeah. Well, especially Knotts, especially. Do you remember they used to do like movie themed days? I don't quite remember that. Okay. And it was kind of big, like, at a, a lot of different theme parks in the 90s, because they would have, like, Ninja Turtle Week, where, like, the Ninja Turtles would perform a live concert at <laughs> Six Flags. And, like, I remember being such a, a sucker for those days as a kid. 
that I remember they had real Ghostbusters Day at Knott's. Whoa. Yeah, and they had... I thought it was going to be Bill Murray and, you know, the actual Ghostbusters. Nah. Nah, it was, no, like, no, just no. some actors with, like, <laughs> dudes got, like, blonde, curly hair. And, like, that's Egon. That's Egon. He's got curly hair. Yeah. And you're, like, wait, but it, it, Harold Ramis doesn't really... Oh, oh, it's the cartoon. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you know, you suspended your disbelief, but you're, like, this is still cool because it's the Ecto-1, and that's awesome. Yeah. Remember? I didn't know... Th- yeah, I didn't know that they did that. That's great. I I remember seeing. Um, uh, well, this is this is probably something I was going to jump into later. But for uh, Scary Farm, this was always scary. Not Scary Farm is the OG. Yes, horror they're, they're the originator of the Halloween haunt. Yeah, and 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 it's it's uh, it should be highly documented. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, it it's is. Got, yeah, yeah it it's is. it's celebrated. They have like a. I saw a really fantastic book like about the history of it and obviously elvira and so many legends have, have been a part of it uh and you've been a part of it but uh i i um the movie themed mazes i very vividly remember which was trippy because universal studios has you know uh horror nights and they have it's all movie themed obviously for the most part but then at uh, Knott's, there'd always be one movie theme. Do you know when that started? When they started, yeah, that doing actually that? started in the uh, the uh, I believe it was the early two thousands. I think one of the Saw movies may have been the first oh, one. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that stuck around um, until like Hollywood Horror Nights really kicked it off big, and then the studios were like, "Well, why are we investing money to do this at Knott's?" When we're doing it at our own place. Uh, so it kind of... And then it became uh, also like studios, they want to have their uh, input on the mazes. Yeah. For stuff like that. So if we wanted, you know, we like to do our own things. We we do a really good job at bringing up people from the ground up and teaching them how to do it. So it's kind of like, well, this studio head's going to come in here and tell our people what to do. It's not the it, it it doesn't seem it does it didn't always seem to have the uh, quality and it didn't like it didn't tell the story like it wouldn't it didn't every everything in theme park should at least tell some sort of a story a cohesive like story from beginning to end yeah because you're giving up your time you're you're if you can't follow along then you're just standing and and wasting time. Yeah. If you're given a storyline to follow and some sort of cognitive thing to be part of, well, then you're not really feeling like you're wasting time. It's the whole idea of like uh, interactive stuff happening in theme parks is, is way amazing. And it takes, uh, it'll take the pressure off of the crowd because now you've got people, uh, instead of being uh, engaged in, going on a ride or being engaged in seeing a show, you've got people engaged in literally the act of milling around. Yeah. So now you have, you know, certain amount of people that aren't standing in your line queues that are still enjoying themselves just as much, but they're not being, uh, they're not being a burden on your uh, interior. Yeah. No, that's see, I, uh, I always thought that the, the, what made, I mean, I'm drawn to stories, and that's why I always appreciated uh, Disneyland and uh, and Knotts, especially as a kid, because I I yeah, there's a very cohesive uh, 
you know narrative and knots and like i I remember the roaring 20s section and how you know i remember those parachutes that scared the bejesus out of me that my dad would like laugh while you know we were crying as you float up to the top stop yes so that was is that the same is that what supreme scream became Mm -hmm. was that the same uh is that i mean like uh, is that the same pair? I wonder if it's the same parachute. Like, oh, no, no. No, no, so no okay, the, it's a uh, different... The tower is still there for the parachute, right? It's now the sky cabin still going. Oh, and, uh, okay. Actually, we, the knots can't get rid of the tower. Really? Because it's uh, the landmark for the Fullerton Airport. Oh, wow. So it's, it's one of the uh, descending markers for yeah. the Fullerton Airport. So if we take it down... Uh, apparently planes won't know where to land. Oh shit! Fullerton Airport just closed. Wow! And so you know, there's there's so much history with knots, and uh, it's 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 crazy because uh, it's it predates Disneyland. It predates a lot of places. I I was curious about if you knew when the first like ride what that would have been at knots. I I'm oh not, yeah yeah. So um, you've got the original attractions that opened up uh, with it as more of like a roadside attraction in like 1933. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's like you had the jalopies that were just literally old Model A's with a cement block in between them. The donkey ride, which was you know, a bunch of old donkeys that you sat on and rode up a little mountain. And uh, <laughs> Sad-Eye Joe. Sad-Eye Joe. The, uh, the original attractions when it was basically just a handmade ghost town for people to mill around and go to the penny arcades and uh, see a show in the saloon was sad just a a sad drunk man you know or? Uh, no he's always been um a mannequin of oh, okay. some sort uh, yeah, yeah. whether the guy sat behind him and voiced him uh, or he was in the building in front of him using a periscope to see you uh, there was a brief time in the 1950s for a year where he was an animatronic Really? Yeah, I just found this out. That's there amazing. There was one year they put in a full, uh, the guy that uh, designed the log ride and the mine ride, Bud Hurlbit. Oh, wow. Uh, made one, and he had sat it in there, and I guess it just terrified children to see him <laughs> actually move. And so they did. They got away with that. They got rid of him real quick and put him in the log ride. Wow, and so Sad-Eye Joe uh, is, in a, is in jail, right? Yes. And, and I remember as a kid, it blew my mind because- he knew what I was going. He knew what I was going through. I thought he was telekinetic. I'm like, what is going on? Because obviously, there's a there's a there's a gimmick there. There's a trick there, uh, where your parents uh, let let Joe know. But I didn't know that, and so I was always amazed. And this is the funniest thing: is I was literally in high school when I realized what was going on. I'm just like, this dude has to have a phot- photographic memory. <laughs> He's like, well, Robert, you've got pubes now. Uh, now he. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so, um, I I think that that is is a classic. It's just such a great uh, like gimmick, and and that that's cool. That's one I didn't know that was one of the early uh, knots uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, characters. That's awesome. And uh, man, yeah, because they're it's gone through a lot. Knots is you know the. Do you know if the family still has anything to do with it? So as far as actual knots left uh, involved in the park steven knot uh, which uh-huh. is the grandson still on the board of directors i believe and you're like and the crazy italian uncle garlic knot yeah like a garlic yeah. knot he's we have a ride that when you, you eat lots of spaghetti we, we only let him out once a year when we turn the spurs chop house into an italian restaurant <laughs> and- 
I do cocaine and I eat the chicken. Come over yeah. here. I make you the pizza. Boysenberry <laughs> yeah. on the pizza. <laughs> yeah, we actually have a big fan base in Italy. I'm sure they're going to appreciate the uh, impressions. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah and the Thank you for not. listening. Become an Italian guy. He's yeah. Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I I remember though the uh, the, the daughter of like uh, Cordelia and Walter Knott had a lot to do with uh, like Camp Snoopy, right? Yes. I think she like yeah, yeah. Um, uh, brought in uh, Camp Snoopy and Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Yes, uh, she had uh, that was when uh, the Knott's children kind of took over there in the, uh, the late eighties. Yeah, uh, that was when you had things like uh, Studio K really took off the All Ages Nightclub. Yes, this is something that I don't like. I it was probably around when we were kids, and I, I just wasn't aware. Yeah, we were like we were probably yeah, we not quite at the age of going to a night club yet but yeah that generation ahead of us was was going there and grinding on each other for sure yeah so there was there was uh at disneyland and uh knott's Berry farm at a time had dance clubs that's right knott's but, was first with but uh, knott's was first k yeah and then uh disney copies them like two years later with videopolis yeah, yeah. tried to say no no just similar thinking we weren't copying them <laughs> no yeah of course yeah, yeah just, just like uh kimba is nothing like simba and yeah whatever that line Lion King uh, movie. It's not the Lion King. No. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that bummed me out. It's like, dude, just be honest. Like, you know, we ripped the movie off for the most part, and we made it better because James Earl Jones. Yeah. You know, that's like, all like, you got to do. Fuck yeah. it. Don't, don't, don't lie to me, Disney. We know that you didn't rate Pinocchio. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, man. I, I think that knots. Uh, at a time, I clearly remember in the 90s, and maybe it's just because it was more affordable and I could go, but it felt like Knott's was killing it in the 90s because you had you had all the modern, like you had Jaguar, you had Montezuma's Revenge. Those are great roller coasters. Jaguar was one where I, you know, because I wasn't too into the extreme, like yeah. Six Legs rides, but it was a roller coaster that I could appreciate. Yeah. And and, that- and um, it's in the Fiesta Village uh, section of the, the, the park. And I always, I felt like in the 90s, it was like, it felt like it was at its prime. I mean, now I think it's fantastic. But I, I like we were talking uh, earlier about, or the other day, about how, um, you know, things go through weird uh, changes. And it's 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 good to always be growing and changing. And um, But I feel like the last decade of Knots has felt like it's gone back to celebrating what made Knots great. And I, I think that's true because there was so much uh, that had been lacking and people were visibly noticing that there was a change. Yeah. And I think that overall, Orange County didn't really want a Six Flags type amusement park. Yeah. I, I think that there was so much, especially uh, there was that one weird point in Orange County history where we were going to uh, fund a Republican Disneyland at the Great Park. Really? Where we were going to uh, invest uh, in a bunch of old Disneyland rides and the old Knott's rides and put them at a Republican-themed type theme park in Irvine. Oh, what the? Well, I didn't even know about this. Yeah, uh, and like it was like supposed to be this retro revival type theme park. And I think that that idea sort of caught on to people and they're like, no, we want that. Yeah. But I don't think we want it in that form. And I think that's kind of where you saw Disney embrace their heritage a little bit but you definitely saw knots go this is what we have to do to stay competitive in the market is to embrace what people came here for years for yeah because i mean before i got there i remember hearing that the biggest complaint is oh it's changed 
Yeah. I, I don't want to go to Knott's. It's changed. And I, I've, I've noticed that since, I mean, I've been on the farm, the perspective of the place has changed. I, I think that, that that has a lot to say about who the park has put in charge. I think they've made some great decisions with hiring and promoting people that are involved with knots. Yeah. And not trying to bring in p- new cultures into that place. Yeah. And just letting people that have experience with knots and, and its passes and its people. And that's really where the shift sort of fundamentally came in to bring what the past of knots was. They started, uh, they found an independent boysenberry farm in central California uh-huh. to start remaking uh, the original knots recipes to Cordelia's uh, handwritten notes. Wow. Instead of uh, having whatever Smuckers said was Knott's brand. Yeah. So, so I remember that when I started seeing Smuckers in there. Uh, so, Knott's Berry Farm, um, you know, all of us in Southern California and people who have been lucky enough to go to it are very well aware that it has the best food, in my opinion, of any amusement park. The Cordelia Knott's recipe, the chicken house, it's like I, that place, dude, those biscuits, like those we're saying, little biscuits are, are yeah, magical. There's crack in those biscuits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I could get biscuits and gravy made with those biscuits in the morning, I would be the happiest man alive. <laughs> I, dude, the chicken noodle soup, I mean, I, oh, yeah. Oh, creamy chicken noodle oh, soup my is God. amazing. Yeah, the, the, it's all, it's such good home-cooked food, and it's it's uh, seen a remodel recently the restaurant which I love because dude that line waiting in that line yeah. it was there was something about that you know that I got used to and accustomed to but it is very relieving sometimes to be like wow wait what wait I I can sit down oh, right yeah, yeah. now you can what? have a drink now too while you wait yeah, that's kind of nice yeah, yeah but I I uh, I've always admired um, knots at like just the the uh, celebrating their past and and everything and um lately you've seen a lot of the revival stuff and there was a ride berry tales which was predates yes. the kingdom of the dinosaurs raleigh crump's uh amazing vision of what it would look like if you had some bears go to a town uh fair country fair yeah and, and raleigh crump you know is f- famous uh f- you know imagineer at, at disneyland and there's a lot of imagineers that worked on like knots rides that I, you know, as a kid, I didn't, I couldn't, all that is magic. It still is. But like, it is kind of crazy to think about a lot of this. Like, did Bob Gurr uh, work on a ride or an attraction um, at knots? Oh yeah. Bob Gurr did stuff. Yeah. And he, um, he's, he's still, Bob Gurr comes around all the time. He loves our train. That's, that's crazy. Um, yeah. But he's, 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 an, um, he's a nice guy. And, I, I'm pretty sure, from what I know, he's definitely been involved with maintaining a lot of the animatronics from um, Bud Hurlbut and his shop, and then also uh, a lot of the carvings that uh, Bob Roth did. He also, uh, him and uh, Bob Weir do a lot of the work on uh, keeping that stuff around. The dude from uh, uh, Grateful Dead, right? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know the same guy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah that dude. That yeah. dude, yeah. He was uh, one of the uh, original artists hired by Walter Knott. So Holy shit. So when you saw all that, uh, all the old hot rods and stuff that used to sit around the park. Yeah. Uh, those were his cars. Like, those were real car, like, hot rod cars that Walter Knott just had fixed up. I mean, he had his Model A that he held on to until we sold it in uh, was it 2015. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I mean, 
I love that you you know all this and there's a lot of you know it's like it's nice to uh hear all these factoids about knots because it's there's there's plenty of stuff you can hear about disneyland or you know universal studios but yeah knots berry farm is a, is a is a local treasure like if you're coming from out of state like it's definitely one to hit up because people that'll ask about disney i'm like dude if you if you want more if you're accustomed to disney world like definitely add knots to those because i mean do you know anything about Walt Disney's like because he, he had to be inspired and take shit from Knott's. Oh yeah. So um Disney starts hanging out at Knott's Berry Farm in like uh, 19 like 1940s uh when he's you know he's got the idea that he wants to have his own little park. Uh the first place he thinks of is across from the studio in Buena Vista. Um and uh he's hanging out at uh, Knott's a lot and he's sort of planning the ideas that he wants to bring into his park uh, at the shortcomings of what Walter Knott has. And he's kind of like, well, you know, if we did this whole hub and spoke thing, you know, we could build berms here and make it so it's, you know, a little bit more encompassing. And then Walter Knott's like, yeah, I could do that, but then why? (laughs) And, you know, you could definitely tell that these two guys had, had differing ideas on what the entertainment should be like in a theme park. Uh, Walt Disney had this, I mean, he was a genius, but it was this idea of being immersed and going into a different reality. Yeah. Uh, Walter not wanted you to be immersed in the reality of what the past was and what the reality of your forefathers had to go through for you to be here and basically be in the West coast to be the struggle that made all of this stuff that was going on here in Southern California at that point in time possible. And a lot of what I, I personally feel that Knott's has a responsibility to the community to do is to remind the community how important it was in the growing of Southern California and industries and it's I, it's an identity, you know, yeah. it's like we're, yeah, it, it's, it's something I, I totally get you. It's like, uh, it like personifies California. It has, and you know, like the, I was thinking about the painting for gold, the gold rush, all that stuff. When I was a kid, we used to go, uh, we went one time to pan for gold at knots. And I remember thinking like, wait, why, why did I have gold? Why do I have gold? Can I buy like shit with it? Like, yeah, so I was duped. I don't. I, I didn't know, but yeah. I mean, I don't know though. Is that is that well, real gold? It is. Uh, um, actually, so what you're describing is the reason why the whole thing we do over the summer exists is from generations of kids like you and me walking through that ghost town and thinking, "Well, what can I do with this gold? Well, it's real, yeah, but what can I do with it?" Has uh, anyone been fired for just taking large chunks? Oh. I have a great story about. Uh, so back in the nineteen, like back in the nineteen sixties, um, there was actually an employee that had gotten fired uh, because he had stolen such a an accumulative amount of gold dust. Yeah. That he was able to afford an RV well beyond what wow. his pay grade was. That's so um, funny. So when Walter Knott, because this is you know Walter's still around at this point in time, questions him, hey. I know what I pay you. How did you afford this brand new luxury RV? Yeah. And he goes, oh, savings. He goes, you sure you haven't been taking gold home? 
Well, the guy goes, no, why would I do it? It's fake. And Walter Knott goes, wait a minute. I, what, what do you mean? It, it's not fake. You know this is real gold. Well, the guy takes him to court and sues Knott's Berry Farm over uh, slander and saying that we give out real gold. So Walter Knott in uh, the official court of Orange County proved that he gave away real 22 karat gold in his mind. Damn. So that he could press charges on the employee for grand theft. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's crazy. I was just curious about that because I, I could imagine, yeah, I, I mean, just knowing some of the uh, the degenerates that I know, like I could see if they got a job at Knott's, you know, they'd try to do it. But do you think there's some sort of effect where like they turn to gold? Like, like if they try oh, to no, take no. it. Oh, no, no. So, like, it's, it's, <laughs> in. The, I don't know if I should really. Be, yeah, gold this, fever. This is the not secret. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's really about um, it's one million dollars worth of gold dust in that mine at all times. Wow. Um, and it's it's literally what they do is they buy ounces of gold dust from uh, a mine in Alaska. So it's like the old gold dust that's scraped off of the equipment. Yeah. And we buy that, and then we salt the mine with it. I don't wow. know why I went into the accent there for a minute. Well, I'm sure it's out of, uh, you know, it's a knee-jerk reaction to do that. Yeah, I so, which also, it brings me to, uh, when did you, so you started six years ago. What did you start, what was like your first role when you started acting um, there? When I first got in there, um, I like I said, I thought I was going to be spending a lot of time in the mine, but it sort of turned out that uh, the, with the time I was hired in, um, they were needing uh, people to work in the museum. So that was where I first just got lost in the place. Yeah. I mean, because there's artifacts upon artifacts in that museum that are ridiculous for just being in some random theme park museum. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, uh, just real, one of the things when I first started working there that just caught my interest um is there's a collection of human hair reefs. Really? And they're hand-crocheted reefs made out of human hair, and they're very intricate, and they're gorgeous. And uh, when I first started working there, that was one thing that I liked to show people in the museum. I would say, hey, you want to see something gross? <laughs> and then I would go show them the human hair. And, uh, it, it, and now we've moved it into the dress shop, and it's got its own little display area where... The complete collection of all eight human hair reefs are together, <laughs> along with the lady who donated its uh, sewing kit. So if you needed to know how to preserve human hair, you can go to Knott's Berry Farm and learn. Wow, man. Well, uh, if if I didn't have such a big bush, I would... Uh uh, yeah, there you I go. Know. That's the human hair wreath yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, no. One one just out of your sweet pubes. <laughs> Hang that up right over my bed. <laughs> you know, so I had a, I had a portion, I had a game on the show where it was uh, theme park accents, fact or fiction, right? And I, I had real Rich. Uh, he's a big personality. He's on the the Fuck yeah Nation Network. Uh, you know, Rich. Uh, everyone yeah. knows Rich. He's amazing. So he, I had him on, and I, I had. I would have three accidents that I'd list off, and one would be false, right? And uh, I would try to stump the people. And this time, I wasn't prepared for what the fake one was, so I had to, like, improvise what it would be. And I was like, a white man named Dennis Johnson was riding Montezuma's Revenge 
and he complained of stomach pain, and he ended up shitting himself to death on the ride. And the funny thing is, I was obviously making up. It's absurd because Montezuma's Revenge is, you know, the, the the old tale is that it's like a white guy eats <laughs> Mexican food and get, like shits his pants. Yeah, you get and salmonella. That's yeah, Montezuma's yeah, Revenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was funny though because Rich believed that one. He's like, <laughs> but no, he he. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of yeah funny to think about. Uh, yeah, Montezuma's Revenge, I think, is one of the first rides I went on that had because there's a loop, right? Oh, Montezuma. Yeah. 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 Um, man, there's so many great rides there that are fucking classic. Uh, not Windjammer though, but yeah, no, that was, no, that was garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's there's a lot of them. Kingdom of the Dinosaurs is fucking incredible. Oh, we're and, going back. Yeah. Thirty-five million years. <laughs> We had Keith Carey on. He talks about how his first time uh, getting jerked off was on that ride, which is probably a common. Was that a common thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was uh, in high school, the joke on like uh, the local morning radio station is they should just replace it with beds because that's all teenagers are doing in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, it had gotten so bad that they would put lookouts in little cubbies. I think they probably used during Haunt for Monsters yeah. to catch teenagers like going at it. What? Yeah, and I remember like you would go by and there'd be somebody sitting there with a flag be like, hey, knock it off. Yeah, Stop yeah, yeah. it. Like, how many hand jobs did that poor guy like <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah, I've yeah. seen so many fourteen year old <laughs> hand jobs at that point. Yeah, that's weird, man. I uh so like not scary farm to to go get back to that that is a fucking uh, i mean it's phenomenal it's i love that they get you into the mazes fairly quickly for how busy it is it's a big spectacle it's a big time you get celebrities go to not scary yeah. farm you i mean you'll uh, here's something a lot of people i don't know if it's really out there but um there are a lot of celebrities that like to come and dress up Oh, okay. Um, they'll come and they make their appointment and they get there at five thirty like everybody else. They go and put their makeup on and they go out there and scare for the night. That's rad. So like you have no idea, like I'm do you think Michael Jackson did that or no, okay. no, no. I mean, I'm sure he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if he had Like uh, we don't have any far. monsters in Camp Snoopy. <laughs> 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 no, but uh yeah, the uh that's always great. So Elvira, and I remember I, I'd asked you about this uh, before, but the great Elvira, uh, you know, legend. Uh, Sandra Peters, Sa yes. Sandra, yeah, Cassandra Peters, and she's uh, a Groundlings legend. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. She is uh, definitely part of the history of Halloween Haunt. I don't, I don't think that it would have stuck around as long as it did without having that influence, especially you know in the eighties. Um, when it was still sort of a week-long thing that, that sold out. Yeah. I mean, but then you've got that history of great Halloween performers. or You know, you had Weird Al, you had uh, Dr. Demento, you had Wolfman Jack, and then you had... Oh, it's the Wolfman Jack. So it's all, that always merits an impression. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I mean, Elvira, I mean, Cassandra is amazing, and just the way she carried that mantle for so long and did such a great job at keeping up with it. I mean, the show was... She worked her heart out to give the fans that show every year, and... Uh, 
it shows. I mean, like people loved that show. That yeah, last I year. saw it. it. Was yeah, I, we we went and saw it as a cast. I mean, it was a good, it was a great show, and it was an amazing way to send her off. Yeah, that was so. That was the final year, right? That yeah. she was going to be there. Yeah, and I remember there were stints though where she wouldn't be there. Right, there's a couple of years where she was not. Where she went into retirement. Yeah, and came yeah. out of retirement. I mean, you look at her from you know you look at it from her perspective. Uh, she's got to commit to that for that whole run. Yeah, um, it's a lot. But she's Elvira. I mean, on Halloween Eve alone, she makes you know what that run produces just to show up somewhere. Oh yeah, well that's that'll that'll motivate you for yeah, sure. So, yeah. I mean, when you when you have one night out of the year where you absolutely can make a buku amount of money, a couple of those nights you might want to try it. Yeah, yeah. No, and so you have a history with horror nights, obviously. Uh, uh, but so you you were involved in the uh, the 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 show, the hang the hangman. Yes, show. I was. I was very fortunate enough to be part of the. Uh, the Hanging at a Not Scary Farm. I What's was, the proper name for that show? Oh, uh, The Hanging. Oh, The Hanging. Okay, It's yeah. over now, actually. Uh, we Ooh. retired it after last year's show. Dang, so 2019 was the last... How long did that show go for? It, it started running, I believe, in like... Oh, I'd have to talk to Parks about that. But uh, somewhere in the... Uh, it was early on. It, it actually started... The history of the show is it started off as an actual witch hanging. Uh, the first, I think, five or ten years of Haunt. You're like, Walter not actually hung a woman. Yeah, and, uh, yeah actually, that was it. The, the whole thing is it was a, an actual witch hanging where they hung a person at the end in a very graphic way. Oh, wow. But, so that was the yeah, original. Was the, yeah, yeah, It was a very terrifying experience yeah. where you they'd switch out you know, the actor with a dummy at the end yeah, and yeah, they yeah. would hang it and you would sit there and it was dead and they were, you know, that was it. It wasn't like a Dr. Kevorkian thing. Like, nope. You know, no, suicidal was, cast come member. Here that. And here's this very <laughs> real and dramatic hanging and burning of a witch. Yeah, and it was was it comical or Not no? At all. Not at all. It didn't uh, start getting comical until the '80s, until it's uh, till cocaine. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, you have a lot. Of, whenever you hear these things start, it always starts around. Yeah, about that time when people were doing a lot of blow. Yeah, that's when we decided we could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then so, it lasted for you know thirty years. Yeah, well, I loved it because it was it was genius to have something like lighthearted uh, and silly and like you know making fun of pop culture and stuff. And you know that's uh, they 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 tried to emulate that everywhere. Universal Studios had the Bill and Ted show that yeah. that uh, was like pretty much the hanging. Yeah, it was pretty much the. It's and it it's such an easy concept to get over. It's yeah. Here is your year in review. Yeah. Here yeah. is what you have been laughing or making or mocking for the last twelve months, and really what happened. I mean, I never was in the writing room for any of it. But I do know that it got a lot harder to hang people in this current political climate. Yeah, I would imagine. That's what I and I know Bill and Ted. I mean, you guys retired it. Bill and Ted was retired by by because I was what was the joke? Because I don't. It got uh, they had like a. I think it was what 2016 was the last year Bill and Ted. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think there was like a Superman joke where it was it it didn't really sit well with audiences now, but uh, I don't recall what it was, but you know, probably to do with like 
I don't know, uh, Human Centipede, and no, but they, yeah, that show was shut down. Um, and I could see that though. Yeah, hanging certain people would probably, because yeah, if you're gonna hang like Lizzo or something, like well, that yeah, would, I mean, fortunately now we're in a news cycle where there are a little bit more uh, people that you could don't scream at you. I think we were in this problem where for the last five years it was there was one name that we all just kept circling back to and um you can't do that to the president oh yeah yeah so to say, well, i'd imagine uh the president would be someone i could see people wanting to see uh, hung uh but uh wh- who was the last person they hung at the uh let's see last oh last year that's right we gave you the surprise ending of hanging the hangman and the lawman in, oh shit! Yeah, to to put the the end on it. Yeah, oh that's uh, cool. But it was, uh, I think it was supposed to be Epstein. Oh, that I makes think sense. It was Epstein, the pedophile. Year. I don't know who would like and then argue. The year before was Weinstein, and it was just <laughs> like, well, you know, pedophiles are a solid choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone could kind of get behind that. I yeah. remember the year, uh, the year I did it. I really wanted it to be. Um, I don't know if I should even say this, but uh, Cosby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I threw that idea out there, and somebody very quickly said, you, you can't do that to that color of skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. When I said Lizzo, it was just a pop culture reference. There was no correlation to <laughs> Right? Like, yeah, see, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. why you can't, because you yeah. got to be like, wait, yep, yeah, hold on. And Lizzo isn't right. really annoying or anything. Uh, yeah, it would have to be, yeah, this. But, like, yeah, Lizzo yeah, would be the, she's the pop, a pop culture. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Would, She would be on the board, as, as yeah. they would say. They would need it? a very strong, uh, ro- never mind, no, I don't know, because she's a heavier <laughs> would, woman, yes, which yes, is yes. fine. I think it's beautiful, and it's great. Her and, curves uh, are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, dude, whatever. It's cool. She's hot. Her music's her music's good. I bought all of her uh, CDs on Laserdisc. Wave disc. that hair, girl. Uh, Look at them nails. Check them nails. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, Baby, how you feeling? Good yeah, as hell. man. Good as but. Hell. It, not scary farm is definitely uh something that i always look forward to and you know i remember when you guys really went next level because for a minute there i felt like universal was universal has the money they've got the they've got the money the movie magic whatever but uh, knots i feel like really stepped it up the last couple of years uh as far as like a uh, from a, a fan standpoint of the the horror nights and uh you know, that zombie, that interactive zombie one is so awesome. There's nothing like that that I've ever seen, like, yeah. at, at a Horror Nights. I mean, yes, they have those extreme mazes where they get to fart on you and someone, you know, it's like the BDSM oh, yeah, yeah, mazes. Yeah, those, those where you have to sign the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, They're definitely going to make you eat something. Yeah, you, you got to eat insects or, yeah. yeah, human turds or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> yeah, my cousin loves those. Oh. She went to one in Vegas because she lives in Vegas. And I think it was... I don't think it was at the uh, the dome or at the circus circus dome. I think it might have been outside of it. But yeah, she went to one of those, and this guy in a pig outfit like really got into it and like was like, "You would ignore me in high school," and like, yeah, it just kind of took it out on her, and it just, I don't know, yeah, like really gave her like a traumatic scar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I kept looking him up on Facebook, and I just want to tell Pig Boy I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean. There's people that enjoy being traumatized and, you know, want to feel like they're getting tortured mentally and physically. And that's cool. But the uh, what I thought you guys that was a great addition to uh, Scary Farm that what's that? Do you know what what's that attraction? called? Um, that one was called uh, Infected. 
Yeah, infected. And it was it great. Is, is it, it gone? It is moving. Where's it, it going? It's going to, I believe, Great America this year. Ah, oh, fuck. Is that Cedar Parks? Or yeah, Cedar yeah, Fair? it's part of the, the family. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, everything has like a five or eight year run, and then we box it up and ship it somewhere else. Dude, I hope we... I, I loved that attraction, because... You know, you got the actors and everyone's in. And you you go to different rooms. You're you're shooting zombies. I mean, oh, they'll you'll you'll get something similar. Sim, I don't know if I'd say, but zombies. I think, from what I've been hearing, have have sort of run their course. I think everybody's tired of The Walking Dead at this point. Rick is Rick even on the show anymore? I don't even know. I yeah, I have no idea. So yeah. I mean. I, I haven't heard, but I'm sure they'll they'll think of something that will be just as, if not more, terrifying for yeah. you to interact with. Do you think it'll be Epstein's Island? Oh, that'd be a good <laughs> one, right? Oh, fuck! That scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me. We're talking about we're talking about Scary Farm, and uh, that that speaker said something, and this we're we're in a uh, abandoned uh, brewery right now. Lights um, are out. Was that? Did you play that? Oh shit! That like startled the bejesus out of me. That was great, uh, man. I I literally I feel like there's there is so much to talk about when it comes to knots and and um, you know it's it's been great having you, man. And I want to have you back though. I, I just I had a burning question, uh, and I I've asked my guests at the end of the show a lot of different. Uh, uh, game questions and stuff like the theme park accents, but I like get right down to it. If you were to describe your uh, sex life in an attraction, what would it be? Would it be a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, b uh, like the Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, or c the Haunted Mansion? Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to go with my own option here of D. I'd have to say I'm more of the log ride. The log ride? Oh, heck yeah. Dude, I love the log ride. Uh, I love what they've done to it because I always thought it was creepy, like the the, the uh, characters on the ride <laughs> yeah. just unintentionally, but I don't know if it was intentional. I don't know either, but definitely that last dummy you see is before you start going up that hill that just looks like he's been chronically masturbating yeah, and hasn't yeah. been able to finish for 70 years. <laughs> yeah, he's been edging the so, whole time. Yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like sawing a log, <laughs> and he just looks like he's constantly just... Like, yeah. you can't see my face, but the frustration is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, that, that dude, I, I hope, came... Uh, which caused the He's, log ride? Yeah, yeah. That's that's when it explodes. That's the explosion. Is him finally busting? <laughs> I love that what they did do it because it really does uh, capture the creepiness of the original log ride. It's it does. Like, yeah. See, that's what you got to do. Sometimes you know, is is you have to embrace that sometimes. I yeah. Think, and I, 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 and they get that. I like that. Here. I, I, Listen when you go on the log ride and listen to the amazing backing song track on that ride. Um, shout out to, uh, I believe it's Brandon, who is singing that amazing song. And uh, just listen to it and enjoy it because it's it's playing in the background and you don't listen to it. Because it just sounds like it's a happy, you know, logging song. But listen to it and it's quite, quite fun. Okay, yeah, dude. This is great, man. There's a lot of Easter eggs at all these theme parks, and so when you're on the log ride, really listen to yeah. Uh, the, when you're you're boarding and you're getting off, listen to the the song playing in the logging terminal. It, it'll give you a smile. That's awesome. Is there any other Easter eggs at Knotts? Oh, 
Yes, the park is literally littered with little Easter eggs. Uh, There's a like is the prostitute's leg that kicks out of the uh, the uh, house of ill repute. I guess we should say the the whorehouse that is Goldie's. Uh, There is a leg that kicks out of the window, and it was uh, Cordelia Knott's least favorite of all the Easter eggs her husband put in, Uh uh, because she was very much against him adding a whorehouse. To his family park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it got a great deal on it. Yeah. <laughs> so he had moved the whorehouse from San Francisco to Knott's Berry Farm, and she was not happy at all. Uh, so, of course, like any lo- loving husband would do to hammer home the point that there's now a whorehouse next to her house, uh, he put a leg that kicked out the window. Oh, wow. So there is always a girl working upstairs. Oh, that's funny. That's That's crazy. Man. I uh, I clearly remember taking pictures with those prostitutes on the bench. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the, the chubby whores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then They're there's awesome. the, the skinny one. I loved it. I liked it better when they would have the skinny and the big one next to each other instead of the two big girls and then the two skinny girls. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it. Eh, but yeah, well, you want variety, you know. Yeah. Like, people like different shapes and sizes. But uh, also the other thing is if you actually like look at each of the. It's supposed to be that each of the couples that are carved that sit together have a story they're telling. Yeah. So, like, my everybody who's worked there, I think their favorite is the old couple that moves to by town hall or they're by the uh, train depot. And it, if you look at them, it's clearly, like, an old prude, like, that's just, like, look of disgust on her face sitting next to this older gentleman that's, like, pulling out a flask and getting drunk <laughs> sitting next to her. And he's, you know, he's 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 probably like, you know, your great grandpa, and he's gonna force himself on her in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. Uh, I, is there any uh, stories? Uh, speaking of uh, creepy and Easter eggs, is there any haunted haunted stories of like n- not just scary farm, but actual haunted uh, Knott's Berry Farm stories? Um, everybody says that there is a a, a mean kind of cold spirit in the top of the saloon. And really? uh, I, I could say that I felt that. I mean, that that top floor in that saloon definitely feels creepy. Like an from energy time to there. Time. But that's. I mean, as far as I mean, I, you feel things because those are all really old buildings, and yeah, everything in there is old. Um. So yeah, you kind of get it. But I, other than that one in the saloon, everything has always had like a very happy sort of vibe to it. Like yeah, there's a like ghost funnel cakes. Yeah, like if, yeah, <laughs> like if you were a ghost and you chose to go live at Knott's, like yeah, when that that was your happy choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for whatever is trapped in the saloon. Apparently, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was a uh, yeah really unhappy uh, kid. I don't. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um. But yeah, we gotta we gotta have you back, and I would um, love to, and I, I hope you guys make it out to the farm this year and oh, join definitely. us for our one hundredth anniversary and uh, make it out for a boysenberry festival and come eat some pies. Oh my gosh, yeah, eat eat some pussy, then eat some pie. That's and, right. No, no, dude, There's dude, nothing that gets boysenberry seeds out of your teeth like clitoris, <laughs> or get rid of your cancer like That's Michael right. Douglas That's uh, right. says. But. Uh, <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on. Let me make sure I plug all the seasons. So uh, come on down right now to Knott's Berry Farm for our 100th anniversary. Join us for Peanut Celebration. 
Boysenberry Festival, Ghost Town Alive, and Knott's Merry Farm. Pick up your 2020 annual passes now for the lowest price of the year. Look forward to seeing you all at Knott's Berry Farm, America's first theme park. All right, I think. Oh, that's a, dude, think that's, that's great. Plug, right? Yeah, that is, man. Yeah, uh, I actually did get messages uh, from listeners, a couple listeners that. Uh, don't they, they live you know across the country and they're like man I, i've like heard you know murmurs of knots but now i really want to go after hearing you know because we had joey Urell on and yes he's, he's like a big champion he, of knots he is. i would love to i want to find a way to get joey Urell to rob a train oh dude i, I don't know how we would do it or yeah. what kind of ramps we would need but just to see him roll down, give me your money, yeah. and just to see the first child just be terrified dude, of him, that's I think would do him good inside. Yes, he would to, love to that, finally dude. know what yeah. it feels like to have children be terrified of you <laughs> for something other than how you look. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, this has been awesome. Thanks for doing, uh, coming by, and doing the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was for an sure. Honor. Yeah, we gotta have you. Uh, I w- I'm thinking about maybe like a Halloween. Like a Halloween month where I like talk, I get really into the creepy stuff, and I'd love to, you know, have a lot of a follow up with like yeah, scary farms. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah we could definitely see what we could do. Yeah, man. Well, uh, maybe we can do it live from a maze. I don't that know. Would we'll be see fun. what happens. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well, uh, how can people uh, follow you, Mister? Oh, uh, uh, just uh, look me up on all the the social media platforms under my name, Dustin Douglas Kennedy, or okay. uh, come down to the park and touch my ass. Yes, well, uh, I will definitely be doing that, uh, and I actually I'll be doing that <laughs> right now against your will, but uh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I've never raped anyone stop. on the podcast before, and I, I never will. So just so you guys know, that was a joke. This is comedy. I said yes. Oh, I well, said consent to it's this. Cons- yeah, it's consensual. So uh, we're going to um, make some boysenberry right now, and uh, thank you guys for listening to Robert Land. Uh Robert now Lamb get pod. in here and stuff my pie. Ah, uh, oh shit! I don't know what I did.
Just to keep